Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing prepayment penalties on commercial loans. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals, couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income-producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. One of the major differences between residential and commercial real estate loans are prepayment penalties. Prepayment penalties are standard on most fixed rate commercial real estate loans, and they greatly impact the total cost of paying off the loan. A prepayment penalty is designed to preserve the lender's anticipated profits on a loan. If the investor pays off the loan prior to the loan's maturity date, they will most likely have to pay some form of a prepayment penalty. Most fixed-rate commercial real estate loans have a prepayment penalty, while most floating-rate commercial real estate loans do not. So what types of prepayment penalties do commercial real estate loans have? Well, there are several different types of penalties. Number one is lockout periods. Now, a lockout period occurs when a commercial real estate loan cannot be prepaid in any form until the specified period expires. For example, a five-year lockout period. This includes making additional principal payments during the lockout. Number two is fixed prepayment penalties. A fixed prepayment penalty charges a set fee if a commercial real estate loan is paid off prior to maturity and within the applicable time period in which the penalty is in effect. Usually, it is a percentage of the remaining loan balance. For example, a fixed 3% prepayment penalty for five years would mean that if the borrower wanted to pay off the loan within five years, they would need to pay off the loan in full plus 3% of the outstanding loan amount. Number three is step-down prepayment penalties. I have found step-down prepayment penalties to be the most common prepayment penalty when dealing with local banks. This declining prepayment penalty charges a percentage of the outstanding loan amount similar to a fixed prepayment penalty, but the percentage decreases over the prepayment penalty time frame. For example, a common prepayment penalty on a 10-year loan is 554433-2211. That means that in the first two years of the prepayment penalty is 5%, and then in the years th- 3 and 4 of the loan, it is 4%, and so on. I recently sold a property that had a 321, meaning the first year it had a 3% prepayment penalty that dropped to 2% in year two and 1% in year three. Yield maintenance prepayment penalties. Now this is a more complex prepayment penalty. Yield maintenance is typical with agency loans and it is a prepayment penalty that borrowers pay to lenders to compensate for the loss of interest resulting from the prepayment of a loan. Yield maintenance is intended to discourage commercial borrowers from prepaying the loan. Yield maintenance is calculated by taking the loan's unpaid principal balance and multiplying that by the loan's interest rate minus the current U.S. Treasury yield with a similar maturity date. This is better for the borrower when the U.S. Treasury rates increase during the whole time of the property and become more expensive when U.S. Treasury rates decrease. If you have a loan at 4% with two years left until maturity, if the current two-year U.S. Treasury is more than 4%, you're in great position. If it is less than 4%, you'll need to make up that difference. Number five is defeasance, prepayment penalties, also a more complex prepayment penalty. 
Defeasance is a substitution of collateral. It is used with commercial mortgage-backed securities, CMBS. The borrower is substituting the property within the loan with treasury bonds to generate cash flows required to meet the scheduled payments and principal and interest remaining on the loan. This allows the borrower to technically avoid a prepayment penalty since the lender is maintaining the same rate of return as the original loan agreement. The costs to refinance are tied directly to the price of U.S. Treasury bonds. Bond prices increase when interest rates fall. So the government treasuries purchased for a defeasance portfolio are more expensive when rates are low. In a low-rate environment, defeasance is used to refinance as the borrower can capture long-term savings via a lower interest rate. By contrast, when interest rates are high, the defeasance costs are lower, but the benefits of a refinance are much smaller. Lastly, there are nearly a dozen third parties that are paid fees from the borrower during the prepayment strategy when it's defeasance prepayment penalty. Most fixed rate commercial real estate loans will have some sort of prepayment penalty. If you're obtaining your loan from a local bank or credit union, you're going to have the most leverage in negotiating all the fees associated with your loan, including your prepayment penalty. A mentor of mine once stated that once you get the fee schedule from the bank, mark it up and send it back to them. And I've successfully negotiated appraisal fees, origination fees, and more by simply just asking. If you're dealing with an agency lender for loans $1 million and above, the higher the loan amount, the more you can ask for. A $2 million loan will not have much negotiating power, but a $20 million loan will. However, in both cases, you probably will not be able to fully remove a prepayment penalty. I would, however, ask if the loan is assumable. Having a loan that is assumable will allow a property buyer to take over the debt from the seller. Usually, this is available with agency loans where the prepayment penalties are much steeper. Most banks will not allow a loan to be assumable. Now, prepayment penalties are accessed when the loan is paid in full prior to maturity. In other words, when you sell the property or refinance it. Now, reviewing the commercial real estate loan options, make sure to take prepayment penalties into consideration, not if the rate on the loan is fixed or variable. There are different loans available for different business plans. Long hold periods on stabilized properties might warrant long-term fixed rate debt, where a property you plan to own for two to three years might just warrant a five-year fixed loan or a bridge loan with an interest rate cap. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.